Welcome to From X to Z, the ultimate cross-generational conversation on health, wellness, and self-care. Guided by inspiring Gen Z trailblazers and expert voices. I'm your host, Vicki Cornwall. Get ready for eye-opening insights and actionable tips that transform your life. Hey there, it's Vicki, your host from Gen X. Today, let's dive into the fascinating world of beauty and personal care. But hold up, because we're not just talking about the surface level stuff. We're going deeper, exploring the evolution of this industry into a wellness powerhouse. Are you ready? Let's go. Now, one of the reasons I started this podcast is because I want to set an example for the next generation and challenge the status quo. And what better place to start than the industry I've been a part of throughout my career, the beauty and personal care world. I've been in this space for quite a while, working on everything from body care to cosmetics, fragrances, and skincare. Trust me, I've seen it all. I've had my fair share of hard work and a ton of fun along the way. I started out managing the process of product development, making sure those products were top-notch. Then I switched gears to the more marketing and innovation side, where I brainstorm ideas based on market insights and consumer needs. Let's talk numbers for a moment. The beauty and personal care market is massive, y'all. Globally, we're talking several hundred billion dollars in sales, and the U.S. takes the crown as the number one market. It's mind-blowing. And what's even more interesting is that this industry tends to remain stable, even during economic downturns. It's called the lipstick effect. You know, that theory proposed by Professor Juliet Shore in 1999. Basically, when times get tough, we still indulge in little luxuries to make ourselves feel better, even if we're cutting back on bigger ticket items. We witnessed this phenomenon during the pandemic. However, the lipstick became serums, facial moisturizers, or hair conditioners, as pandemic lockdown and working from home caused many of us to shift our activities and priorities, decreasing the use of cosmetics, but increasing the use of products associated with well-being and self-care treatments. Let me tell you, when I was homebound in Brooklyn with my family, I definitely was not rocking much makeup. My focus shifted to my health. We were facing a global pandemic head-on, a situation we used to read about, but suddenly found ourselves living. So I spent a lot of time reading, reflecting, and let's be real, scrolling on TikTok. I started paying more attention to what I ate, experimenting with recipes at home instead of dining out. I even got a mini trampoline for some fun exercise on the deck. And those Zoom meetings made me notice every pore and black head on my face, promoting me to step up my skincare game with exfoliants and oils for my body. In essence, I began connecting what I put into my body and how I took care of it with my outward appearance. And guess what? I wasn't alone in this thinking. Many of the cultures and parts of the world have been thinking this way for centuries. In recent years, the beauty and personal care industry has undergone a significant transformation. It's not just about achieving superficial beauty anymore. And as a society, we're evolving. We've embraced a more holistic approach that considers our overall health and well-being. The long-established aspirational concept of beauty and products designed to help consumers achieve them have given away to a more personal, inclusive, and authentic image. There is a shift in the way we define beauty and the role of beauty in personal products in our lives. 
Let's explore six key points that highlight this transition and ask ourselves some important questions as we navigate the beauty and personal care realm. First up, there's a more holistic approach. The industry is moving away from solely emphasizing external appearance and embracing a more holistic approach that considers the overall health and well-being of individuals. There's a growing recognition that beauty is not just about superficial aesthetics, but also about feeling good from within. Of course, I have to add that using cosmetics and skincare products that enhance your natural beauty can indeed make you feel good inside and boost your confidence. Then there's a rise of clean and natural products. Whether valid or not, we're being increasingly made aware of potential harmful chemicals and ingredients in skincare and personal care products. As a result, we're seeking out beauty products made from clean and natural ingredients, free from things like parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. Brands are listening to this demand and formulating products that are seen as safer for us and the environment. This clean beauty movement was already gaining momentum, but the pandemic accelerated it further. Wellness-infused beauty is another exciting trend. We're integrating wellness practices into our beauty routines, incorporating mindfulness, relaxation techniques, aromatherapy, and meditation. Brands are stepping up and offering products and services that promote self-care and overall wellness. For example, many beauty products are fragranced, and it's mostly to mask the inherent smell of the base formula that occurs naturally with some certain ingredients basically to make the overall experience more enjoyable. Today, there are products that include botanics and oils that help balance and calm the mind, in addition to improving the appearance of your skin. Next, let's talk about beauty from the inside out. We're recognizing the connection between what we eat, our gut health, and our skin health. The concept of beauty from the inside out emphasizes the importance of a balanced diet, hydration, and supplements for healthy skin, hair, and nails. Beauty brands are expanding their offering to include ingestible beauty supplements and skincare products that address internal factors affecting our external beauty. Personally, this area really excites me. I've started taking daily supplements and I'm seeing real differences in my skin and hair. Ethical and sustainable practices are gaining traction too. We're more conscious of the environmental and social impact of the beauty industry. We're expecting brands to adopt sustainable practices, use eco-friendly packaging, reduce waste, and support ethical sourcing and production methods. Many beauty companies are stepping up and implementing more sustainable initiatives and are not shy about sharing their efforts with us. Last but not least, marketing and messaging has undergone a shift as well. Beauty brands are now focusing on health and wellness in their advertising campaigns. They highlight the transformative effects of their products in terms of self-confidence, self-care, and overall well-being, rather than solely emphasizing external beauty ideals. Now, it's important to note that while we're seeing this shift towards a more health and wellness-focused beauty industry, traditional beauty ideals and practices still exist. This transition is an ongoing process and different brands and consumers may have varying degrees of emphasis on health and wellness. By the way, I am not telling you to stop wearing makeup, but let's be clear. When I want to feel especially cute, I absolutely need my concealer and a pop of pink blush. Hello, mom of two who barely gets sleep here. But what I'm saying is, 
we're all waking up to the idea that beauty is holistic. If your insides don't match your outsides, do you truly feel your best and your most badass self? One word of caution, be wary of health washing. Health washing is a marketing tactic used by companies to make their products appear healthier or more beneficial to consumers' health than they actually are. Similar to greenwashing, it's important that we're aware of health washing and carefully evaluate product claims to make informed decisions about our health and well-being. I hope I'm shedding some light on this ongoing evolution happening right before our eyes. As conscious shoppers, it's essential to consider how a beauty or personal care product makes us feel. If it makes you feel amazing, go for it. But if it doesn't align with your goals, take a step back and think about what you truly want to achieve. Remember, it's a consumer's market. With so many choices available, beauty and personal brands have no choice but to put us, the consumer, at the center of their decisions. It's not just empty words anymore. They have to live up to this ethos. So the next time you scroll down the beauty or personal care aisle, look at the products through the lens of health and wellness. See which ones catch your attention and make you want to be the best version of yourself from the inside out. Until next time, take care and be kind to yourself. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode. Be sure to click the follow button on your podcast app to stay updated on our latest releases. Connect with us on Instagram and YouTube at From X to Z Podcast for more exciting content. We'd love to hear from you, so feel free to reach out with your questions and topic suggestions for future episodes. I'm Eugene X host Vicki, and you've just enjoyed From X to Z, the podcast that bridges the generations. <laughs>